When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, smart baby body booze. Welcome to the Tuesday edition of the Donna and Steve Experience featuring DJ Rock Lobster. You guys, I got so much sleep last night. That's what I heard. Oh, oh. I went to bed at 8.30. I was like, forget it. Peace out. I watched oh. another episode of Yellowstone, and I went, I, I got to go. Oh, my gosh. Literally Donna. turn the lights out. Turn the lights down low. Just make, 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 went make. to sleep, didn't wake up till 6 o'clock this morning, and here I am. Wow. That does not work for me. Uh, Steve, can you go to bed early and wake up? Late because I feel like I get the same amount of hours no matter what. No, no, I can stretch my sleep out. Uh, I for sure can stretch my sleep out. It's just so dark and that helps. If it were, you know, if it were light out at 830, no can do. Yeah. Summertime sleeping, going to bed early is difficult. Yeah. I stayed up really late. Um, I actually fell asleep. During halftime of the the Monday night football game, Pittsburgh Steelers uh, versus the... um, Chicago, uh, Chicago Bears. Bears. The Bears. And uh, so I fall asleep. Now, my family, we're, we're, we're Steeler fans from Pittsburgh. So we're all cheering. And then we doze off. Wake up like around late third quarter, fourth quarter. End up staying up with the kids. We end up standing up. We go from a dead sleep and me turning all to Grayson. Lila fell asleep upstairs. And Dev goes to bed at like 830. Okay. Um, but the other kids were awake. And we went from a sleepy state of, all right, let's just stay up for one more play, to all of us standing up at the end of the game it was a very dramatic finish waving terrible towels getting excited oh, it was cute. very fun um, but That's i watch. i have I, i'm on little sleep right now now fortunately we have this brand new coffee maker exactly. gourmet it's it, have you seen the robot coffee maker rocco no it's like the ones that holiday has maker. you know you go into a holiday and they've got like you can get a latte you can get a hot chocolate you can get you know a, a cappuccino we've only ever had the option of the worst coffee in the world is right down the hall yes we don't know why it comes out so terribly it's very bad very very, very bad, bad. And uh, and then for a little while we had K cups and that was exciting but that that year is come and gone, but they get this new thing so you can hit espresso you can hit a, a macchiato you can hit like just a shot of espresso if you want whatever and it's a dollar ten cents it's a dollar ten for every drink it's so it's really reasonably priced and it's a like so I went and got a long it's called a long espresso mm-hmm. and so it's really power like 
high intensity kind of coffee. The flavor is very flavor forward. So I brought this up. I was like, wow, this is great. It's I've, really strong. The I, coffee is strong. Yes. And you can choose uh, weak, medium, or strong, whatever. I chose the medium. It is so strong. Well, I chose the strong, and it's really delivering the long espresso. Me likey, daddy likey. However, I realized, I was like, oh, Donna's got the same cup. Did we both do this? I said, have you been to the, the robot coffee machine yet? Well, I had a little different experience. How is this possible? So I went up to the machine. I did my beep, boop, 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 boop. And I sat there and I waited and I went, no, I forgot a very important step. You paid. Uh You made your selection. Uh I forgot to put a cup underneath the thing. So I'm like, what? Do I have to run into the cafeteria to go get a cup? I didn't see that there were cups right on the side there. Yeah, they weren't hidden. There might need to be a sign. Here's your sign. Here we go. <laughs> Don't forget a cup. So I only got like an eighth of a cup of coffee. Oh, uh, oh! you got it under at the end? You yes, rushed, found it? I ran it. and I was like, okay, save. And then I ended up filling it up and double paying for coffee in the in the cab. Oh. So what do you do? You know, I'm a first timer. First timer. It happens. Not to a lot of people, but it did happen. <laughs> You're like the McDonald's lady. It's because of you now that they're going to have to have a sign that says, please place. Although I think they already have a sign that says that place cup under. It's really wonderful. There was a time in my life right out of college that I almost I for a brief time tried selling those coffee machines No way. for a company called Espresso, etc. And I met with the owner of the company and it was you go into a company, bring the coffee thing. And it was really transportable. And you just ask them, hey, could I set up a free coffee giveaway at your at your location? Could oh, sure. be a gas station, could be a business. You stand there for the two hours, give out free coffee, find out if people like it. The guy sees, the guy or gal who owns the joint, yeah. sees the increased traffic. People seem to like this. And then you tell that person, hey, you can get one of these machines. There's an $1,100 one. There's a $1,600 one. We send you the ingredients. They choose anything. All the ingredients mixed together, just like that machine. And then I would, you know, if it was an $1,100 machine, I'd get like $300 commission. If it was the $1,600, I'd get $500 commission. And I thought, son of a biscuit, I just graduated from college and literally (laughs) will retire within the next five years. I thought this is going to be, I'm going to be great at this. Never sold a machine. (laughs) Ended up getting a, uh, going into admissions. That's really interesting. The whole sales thing. I worked in telemarketing for a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. For the summer, because my mom always made me get a job in the summer from school. And I was selling magazines. You're cold calling people. Wow. Ain't nobody want to be bothered. Nobody. And so I got all my friends' jobs, including my sister, my best friend. That's fun. I ended up being let go because I had a lot of leads, but they never closed. Sure. So I was the person who got punished for that. Oh, no. So, and then all my friends and my sister spent the summer having fun working together. Oh, Donna. Well, I was delivering newspapers. This is really tough. That's that's an unfortunate thing. It's I worked in mortgage uh, sales for a little bit. And it, oh, really? For a brief time, never really made money. Crystal Mountain Funding Group is what it was called. And I had virtually no uh, uh, skills of any sort or education, but it was... The, the year was 2006, 2007, oh, wow. right before the, the, the recession. Yes, yes. And so, as my brother Scooty tells me, I guess I called him at one point trying to get my first deal. And uh, 
was trying to get him into a real dicey balloon payment adjustable rate mortgage situation that you would were trying have, to get him into I didn't a, know that it was predatory. I didn't know. Yeah, I, that's bad. Don't do the bullet. I dodged the bullet. Anyway. I did an adjustable rate one time. Just gotta you, be prepared for when yeah, it adjusts. So let's just say you have a five year arm. Mm-hmm. You just cross your fingers that the rates are going to be better yes. five years from now. Yeah. And then you have to refinance. By the or way, pay the adjustable rate. If I do start to seem a little different, I am halfway through the audiobook Rich Dad, Poor Dad, a personal finance classic. And guys, we can either go through this life thinking small and thinking from a place of fear what will go wrong, or we can change our perspective. Realize that there is some risk, but there is great reward to be had. Courage. Ever heard of it? You are so funny. If only we had the time. What we about, don't. How about Project Down and Dirty Financial Planning? Yes! Oh, I love it. I have an appointment with my uh, my financial planner on Thursday. Shout out to Jane. I got some um, questions about Jane. Okay. Jane's great. But she's gonna. she's not going to be in the game too much longer. I don't know if she is or not. I thought you told me that. I'm worried about that because she's my girl, you know, yeah. and if she ever retires, I'm going to be like, I need to like have a transitional period yes. with the new dude. Anyway, just when you thought it couldn't get any more boring. Um, when we come back, we've got some uh, things that make you go, huh? Coming up today at uh, let's see here. 1130 our confessions. What makes you weird? Go answer that on our Facebook page. The Donna and Steve experience returns. Welcome back to the Donna and Steve Experience on my talk, 1071 Everything Entertainment. It's Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson along with the one and only DJ Rob What are you squawking about over there? I don't know. I don't okay. I don't know what's wrong with you. You're picking on me and I'm just sitting here minding my own business. No, you're, and you're being like, very calm down. You're talking down to Rocco and I during the breaks. What a surprise. Why? Just because I said I'm better than you. That was one of them. <laughs> <laughs> um oh I thought this was sort of interesting. I saw if the family could guess it, and Lou did guess correctly. See if you can, Donna. Okay. The most popular race day of the year. Race day. Is what? Meaning on this day, more people in our country run a race than any other day. I was going horses. Uh, (laughs) You can tell she grew up in Jersey, right? Hey, dad's not at the horse track again. (laughs) I did go to the track quite a bit. That's really fun. My grandma taught us how to gamble. Uh, It's fun. Yeah, she taught us how to play poker. We had a little slot machine at her house. Three on 21 to win. The horse track is fun. It is really fun. And it's kind of kid friendly. I got to get to Canterbury. Yeah, you should. I think this is close to the season now. But I need to go there for and say, like, what my uh, grandma did, she took us to the horse track. Uh, there, uh, There were racing greyhounds, I think. And, um, oh, I don't like that. And we bet on um, these dogs and then got money or it got candy bars. If you won, it was you were paid out in candy bars. Oh, that's cute. Crunch bars, 100 grand. What's your beef with greyhounds? They're fast. They like to run, don't they? Yeah, they're, they're, there's a history of abuse there. Oh. You know, like they're, they're tattooed. Sometimes they're abused and they cut their ears off so you can't identify. Cut the their dog. whole ears well, off? Well, before they throw them over into the ocean. Donna, 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 Donna. Sorry, I blew You have up. to tell me if you are going to go full frontal Debbie Downer on me <laughs> because that was very aggressive and shocking. 
Rocco, fun to be at the track, huh? I think it's super fun to be at the track, and I think kids like it. You know, if you take the gambling, you know, that is a is a thing that is addictive and could go south for mm. and the the dog abuse out of it. Yeah, yeah. And dogs getting chucked into the ocean without their ears. Mm. But other than that, it is a fun day at the track. <laughs> <laughs> Other than that, Mrs. Lincoln. <laughs> uh, oh, Lord. Um, uh, here, let me try this. Hey, sorry, friends. Donna just got dark again. Oh I'm not going to. I forgot that even existed. <laughs> I will not unthink about earless dogs being thrown overboard. You think we're in the ocean? I didn't hear anything. Mm. That anyway, can't be true. I, I, there, yeah, there's some abuse. Oh my gosh. There. That's, they don't even, they don't live long. My sisters had four greyhounds. Greyhounds pee a lot. We've had multiple greyhounds in studio. One had diarrhea. One urinated. They have health problems. They're they're very anxious. They're scared. I wonder why. <laughs> it's not funny. I understand. I'm not laughing at that. You, my friend, are causing me problems. What is the most popular race day? Oh, Thanksgiving? Yes. Is it really? Yes. Woo, I didn't even look. Woo. In these United States of America, tur- uh, turkey trot races really contribute to that. Roughly 870,000 people run in a race on Thanksgiving. The turkey trot predates marathons. The first United States marathon was held in Boston in 1897, but the Buffalo turkey trot group name has been around since 1896 the year before and it's been held every year since neat when we were down in beautiful hastings i kept seeing ads for their gobble gate oh g-i-t let's go back to hastings you guys let's run nice down there it was nice really pretty getting out there nice drive i love that commute i did let, let me tell you something you offered me a job where i don't get on 35w or 62 cross town that thing i yeah man as long as you don't hit a deer. I got to tell you something. When we went to the Dells a couple weeks ago, yep. I am not kidding. From the time that we left Chaska, really from the time that we got east of the metro, we crossed at least 20 deer dead on the side of the road. Mm-hmm. And I thought... Do they ever scoop them up? Do they let them decompose? Yeah, no, or they scoop them. Or is it, are we, like, is this how many were hit in just the last couple of days? Let me tell you that crash data shows over 19,000 deer are killed annually by vehicles on Wisconsin roadways. Okay. 19,000. I'm going to do some math here. Okay. 19,000 divided by 365 means that there are 52 deer killed every day by a motorist mm-hmm. in Wisconsin. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts.
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Wisconsin. Drive. Hashtag war on deer. Mm. <laughs> you have a 1 in 116 chance of striking a deer. That's, that's a high probability in the world of probabilities. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Anyway, anything happy in that uh, um, satchel of yours? Yeah, let's <laughs> see. Uh, every position of a Rubik's Cube can be solved in 20 moves or less. No matter how you twist it all up, you could, if you were good enough, in theory. You could do it in 20. Or less. Interesting. Uh, the oldest known tattoo was found on an Egyptian mummy. Mummy? Of a woman who lived around 5,000 years ago. Some tats started 5,000 years ago. Was it Calvin peeing on something? <laughs> <laughs> Tasmanian devil. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. Boy, the Looney Tunes were hot for a while, mid 90s. Sure <laughs> Saw Yosemite Sam on mud flaps. Yeah, back off. <laughs> anyway, uh, all right, well, we're out of time here, friends. We're out of time. It's been quite the journey. Thank you, Steve. Uh, yeah, you're welcome, Donna. Yeah. When we come back, we've got some entertainment news. Uh, more on Emilio Estevez not returning to the Mighty Ducks. I broke my kid's heart with that news this morning. Aww. Now he's saying there's a different reason why he's not coming back. And an SNL sketch that I think had me in mind when they made it. <laughs> we'll let you hear it next. Appreciate you guys listening to our little show called the Donna and Steve Experience on my talk, 1071, everything entertainment. You know, I went back, Steve, and watched Saturday Night Live from this past weekend because I didn't, I usually watch it on Sundays, the day after, because I record all of them, because I had to see Ed Sheeran. Oh, he, he was, was a musical guest. He was on. And, and Kieran then, Culkin was. Who on. is delightful. Yeah. I'm not familiar with his work, but really, really, really like him. Kieran Culkin was in uh, Home Alone. Macaulay Culkin was in Home Alone, but Kieran Culkin was the uh, younger like cousin who had the glasses, get smushed behind a chair at oh. one point. Cute. Well, in his monologue, he was all he was talking about how his brother Mac was had hosted Saturday Night Live one year when he was little. Mm. And then he goes, and there's me. He took me with him. And then he's on stage, um, you know, at the end when everybody's like hugging and saying goodbye. And he made Kevin Nealon pick him up. And then he started being this ham. It was very cute. But one of the sketches... I immediately went, Steve Patterson has to see this. And so I sent it to you. How on point was I? This was so great. It all has to do with the difficulty that we men feel when we are in a uh, a men's room. Like women in a women's room, I think there is a different set of rules. There's more comfort. You're not standing. There's no chance to see each other's uh, genitalia. <laughs> when we are there, it, depending on the situation, you could be at a trough, peeing in essentially a group sink, 
it's very weird. You're worried about your stream. Am I going to be able to start to go? What do we have to talk now? Are we talking because it's only the two of us? Yeah, they it's uh, difficult. They portrayed all of that. We'll listen to a little bit of it. I think you'll really like it. Here's the uh, men's bathroom sketch from SNL. I, oh, oh, there, hey, there, uh, I don't know why this is. Um, oh man, did I screw no, that up? No, I'm doing it. It's just for some reason I'm getting no audio. Oh my god. Um, weird. Oh, we should get it right from the top. Let me just see and if that, this works. Um, so this is an office. This is at an, a place of business. Correct. Yes. And which is where I despise yep. running into people. Like, uh, I I will open that door. I figured it And out. if I see a My light on. My computer was muted. I'm working on that now. Oh, okay. I believe in you. Okay. Um, if I were, if I walk in there and the light's on, sometimes I'll just like push the door and it's like, you know. And turn don't around do and go. It. Don't yeah, do it. Because I don't want to talk to Crisco from KS95 in the bathroom. I don't want to talk to B. Arthur in the next Oh, stall. that's miserable. You know, I'm so glad the sea monster, uh, Dan Seaman, he has his own bathroom. Oh, in, I didn't know that. In, in the back of his office. Because that used to be like Jenny's office. Yes. Makes sense. Yes. So he's got that. Um, and so I I know I will never see him in the bathroom, which is really great. <laughs> oh, that's good to know. Okay, I unmuted my computer. All right, here we go. Here Men's bathroom. Come on. Tell me I did this. What is going on? Did. I hear it in my left ear a little bit. All right. Know. I might need to restart my computer. This is... Oh, oh no. no. I don't know clump, what's going clump. on. And a clump and a clump. <laughs> I don't know what's going uh, on. All right. Rocco can okay. restart. This let's, never happens to Let's me. talk about... Um, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, let's talk about Emilio Estevez. Yes. Because yesterday we had had the story that he would not be returning to Mighty Ducks, which is on Disney+. Plus. And now we are hearing he is saying basically that that's not why he's leaving because there's a uh, COVID vaccine mandate. This is a reminder we should all not rush to judgment when we hear these things. You're right. You hear someone has a different vaccine position than you. Here's a newsflash. Hear them out. Listen to them. Maybe even respect where they're coming from. Sure. Sounds good. Whatever, Donna. Um, Okay, so he says it's just a contract dispute a good old-fashioned contract dispute that's all it is and he says as uh this was nothing more than that and not as some would believe an anti-vax position uh he insisted that he was not anti-vax but added that he was anti-bully uh he did not according to the new york post disclose whether he has been inoculated against COVID-19. In the statement, Emilio Estevez revealed that he tested positive for COVID-19 in March of 2020 after feeling ill while filming the pilot of the Mighty Ducks Game Changers in Vancouver. And he stated that he subsequently suffered long haul syndrome, otherwise known as long COVID-19, where symptoms such as fatigue, brain fog, shortness of breath linger for months yeah. and he says i suffered the summer and fall of 2020 from what we know uh, now as long haul syndrome um as the show went back into production in august 2020 i reluctantly soldiered on but was uncertain about how i how i would be safe on set i questioned the wisdom of returning to make a tv show in the middle of a pandemic and how actors could be considered quote unquote essential workers he went on to say emilio estevez the show producers tried their best to assuage, assuage. That's one of those words I see a lot, and I, I always wonder. To handle my fears of coming back to work, you have natural immunity. You'll be the safest one on set, I was reportedly told. Additionally, assuage. I, assuage. <clears throat> assuage his fears. Assuage. 
He uh, was also warned by his former reps about possible consequences and legal jeopardy that he could face for not reporting to work as ordered. Ordered. Um, or ordered. They say the, uh, the legacy of the franchise was more important to me than my own health. My exit from the show was due to a myriad of creative differences. Any other narrative is false. And to the fans of the franchise... I am as disappointed as you are. To my Ducks cast and crew, have a wonderful season two on the show, and please know that I will miss you all. But yet he wouldn't disclose his vac status? I mean, that's usually like, if you don't say it, then what what are you really saying? You're saying I'm not vaccinated. Correct, right? Yeah, I think so. Uh, I don't know. If somebody asked me, are you vaccinated? I wouldn't say, it's a personal choice. If I've been vaccinated, I'd be like, heck yes. And my kid has a four o'clock appointment today and I can't wait to get him vaccinated. Oh, that's amazing. That's what I'd say. Yeah, I don't know. Well, it's different too. I guess if he had COVID, then that's a different sort of immunity that you get. I'm not a health expert. But I think health experts are out there and they're saying, yes, get vaccinated. Stop with this bull crap, as Steve Patterson might say. Thank you for editing that, Rocco. Mm -hmm. It's amazing. But I'm I think, getting mad. I want to get this world back and up and running. I hear you. Listen, I hear you. And you're talking to a guy who is both vaxxed and waxed right now. <laughs> uh, but I think I think it's important that the frustration at the pandemic sometimes spills over into then like these. It's ruining some relationships yeah. of people where yeah. if you hear someone um, voice their opinion on the topic, then like every other hot topic in the world today, we sort of instantly go to opposite corners. And in this corner, we've got, and then it just... Yeah, and no, and everybody wants to be right. And some, and, and sometimes, just like in, on any topic, you have nut jobs on the right and on the left who are both just hell-bent on war on each other. And then probably more the majority of people who, even if they disagree on a topic, might have a little more in common than they think and have some more of a nuanced position on anything then they might be uh, given credit for. Like right now, it's you're either pro-vax or anti-vax, and there there is no nuanced in-between of that. So I don't know. I, I, I hope Emilio is well. I hope that he is safe and the, the folks on set are safe. Um, and I certainly feel the, uh, goodness, the fatigue of just all of this still going on. But I'm bummed more, more than anything. I'm bummed that he's not coming back. I am too. It was, we were going in the way of, they were going to have a romantic relationship, Lauren Graham and Emilio Estevez. And, and he's Gordon Bombay. But might I float this out there? Okay. No, no other show. We'll talk about the mighty ducks this long today, by the way, <laughs> you, uh, you'll only hear it here on uh, the uh, Don and Steve experience. Maybe takes a season off. The fans demand. We need him back. We want him back. Emilio feels Differently, the world is in a different place, and then season three, the return of Gordon Bombay. I like it. Let's do it. I just hope they can figure something out. I want him to come back. I'm sorry. I really liked them. All right, how we doing, Rocco? Well, as you heard, my computer say "swage." Oh, so that mean we're back? Swage. Now my yeah, I did a restart. Oh, okay. I figured it out. So yeah, do you when do you want to do the let's, SNL? Thing? Uh, let's do it right now. We'll just play about a minute and a half of it. This is the men's bathroom sketch on SNL. Yeah, it works fine. I'm getting to know my coworkers better though. Hey, I gotta go. I just walked into the bathroom. I don't know why I'm telling you either. Okay, bye. <laughs> uh oh, there he is. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> we got a 
stop being like that. Uh, I'll say, man, third time this week. What is this, your new office? <laughs> well, you know what I always say. Uh, boss man does what the boss man does. <laughs> <laughs> I've never said that in my life. <laughs> why, am, why am I saying that? I'm not the boss. So why did I laugh? Why did he laugh? Why are we not ourselves when we're in the men's room? <laughs> Everyone just panics and blurts something out. Uh, well, I'm empty. <laughs> See you later, my guy. Keep on trucking, my dude. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> oh, it's a party in here. Hey, Frankie in the building. What's up? Yeah, baby. Got any fun plans this weekend? Uh, a couple days away from you. I'll take it. Oh! <laughs> that was mean as hell. <laughs> that guy, man. And why am I talking so loud? In the men's room, my voice gets weird and I shout things like, football is crazy! My heart is pounding. Why did I choose the urinal right next to him? <laughs> Our arm skin is touching. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's so funny. That's the first thing I thought of when he, so one of the co-workers walks in, stands right next yes. to him. There's a, an available space that that would leave one urinal between the two of you. Always a problem. Why do people do that? And then Kieran Culkin standing at the urinal a little bit later, he says, I can't get, I can't start going. And all these guys are here, I feel so much pressure. Now I'm just going to squeeze some sanitizer in so that they think I've started. And then he does that and they're like, whoa, buddy, sounds like your stream is good. Honest to goodness, I have talked about stream before with guys in the restroom. That is hilarious. I I mean, I don't know what it is either. I have bathroom issues. I think everyone does. In the men's room, it's extent. scarier, though. And the it's thing a is- trough situation. Imagine, Donna, if they said, hey, we're going to get rid of the doors here, ladies. Thank you so much for understanding. Uh, we're going to have you all squat and pee in a group tub. <laughs> That's what we have at sporting events. A group tub. It's just a giant trough. The trough. I I have been stage fright there multiple times where there's wheelie to the right, wheelie to the left, and I can't go. I have a friend who walked in to a bathroom where Tim McGraw was peeing and he was standing next to him. Mm -hmm. And then he started talking to him. Mm. And I'm like, why did you start talking to him and being weird? I actually like that. I like a celebrity talk to at a urinal because that's one of the only times you'll be on equal footing with them. We're both. What if you were the celebrity? Let's not talk now. That's what I would (laughs) think. Okay. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta, you have to empathize. We gotta go. Uh, when we come back, uh, uh, let's talk yeah. about Jeff Bezos threatening to murder Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> What's up with that? Did you see the tweet? We'll tell you about it when we come back. It's Donna and Steve, the experience on my talk. Donna and Steve on my talk, one oh seven one. Everything entertainment. Did I say that weird? The everything you did. Yeah, I did. Didn't yeah, I? everything. Okay. <laughs> I feel like I should do a like a slow and sad clump. That's a clown. And it's a clown. <laughs> you think she's going to have any bangers, Adele, on this yeah, album? Yeah, I do. Did you see, see she was kind of in the news today because uh, a video uh, was uh, unearthed about um, her stopping a concert when a fan fainted. Oh. And everybody's like, oh, this is how you should have done it, just like Adele oh. did it. That's yeah, I, I could have saved that for the on. dirt alert, but I didn't. That was a little preview. Okay, thanks, Rocco. Okay. Clump, clump, clump. He just sabotaged his own upcoming dirt alert. I know, right? He's got to dig for stories now. Yep. <laughs> yeah, go ahead and talk while I dig. All right. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? 
Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. Did Jeff Bezos threaten to murder Leonardo DiCaprio? Here's what the internet is talking about. There was a video yesterday. Went viral, Leonardo DiCaprio chatting up with Jeff Bezos and his girlfriend, my former co-worker, Lauren Sanchez. I'm not trying to inject myself into the story. I'm just saying I worked with Lauren Sanchez. What do you want me to do? I'm one degree away from Bezos! (laughs) Anyway. Do you have her phone number in your phone? No! And who's Lauren Sanchez? Thanks for asking. Lauren Sanchez is the girlfriend of Jeffrey Bean Bezos. Okay. They were at some big Hollywood event. I don't even know when it was from. But the video makes it appear as though Lauren was, you know, kind of given the goo-goo eyes toward Leonardo DiCaprio. Mm. So there was a website that reposted the video and called Leo Mr. Steal Yo Girl. <laughs> Jeff Bezos responded by posting a picture of himself in the woods leaning on a sign that says danger steep cliff fatal drop that's funny and then in the caption bezos put down leo come over here i want to show you something that's cute do we think cute is what it is danger fatal drop here hey leo come here so is well, this is this a uh, a situation of jeff bezos having a good sense of humor yeah. Do we think he does? I'm going to go with no on that one. You are? I don't. I think the once man. you get to a certain rich point, you. Well, maybe not all of them. Because, like, Mark Cuban, Richard Branson, I'd like to be at dinner with those guys. Yeah. Bezos. I mean. Or Bill Gates, I'd be like, oh, Lord. I just heaven. think it's pretty presumptuous to think just because a man is talking to a woman that he's interested in her. Thank you. Donna. <laughs> you are our. <laughs> Our compass. But you know what I mean? It's a little um, it's a little arrogant to think that Have some s- dude is hitting on your girlfriend just because she happens to be attractive and he happens to be attractive. Well, and there's she's like in a in a hug with him, like a side hug with him. And he looks like the great Gatsby who he played on the big screen. That's what it, it feels like. And she's hugging him. And so it goes Leo, Lauren Sanchez. Bezos on the other side and uh, yeah you know she's looking up at him like you do he's Leonardo DiCaprio I maintain excuse me while I take the floor that he is one of the most celebrity looking celebrity people if you ever meet him in real life it it's like he has these eyes that are just like so cool calm and collected I see blue and I walk into a room to interview him for the movie Inception, which would actually break Donna's brain. It, you would, the brain would ooze out of your ears. Yeah, I don't like. To it would think. be the worst. You would hate it because, and it's so intentionally complicated that unless you're willing to fully commit to that going in, you would despise it. But I go in, Thanks Leonardo DiCaprio sitting down on his phone. I don't know. It's like the year 2010. Sitting down, ta 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 ta, on his phone, on his phone, on his phone. Sorry, I dropped that name. And then they're like, all right, uh, we have Steve Patterson from Reels, uh, and we're rolling. And then he just immediately 
puts his phone down, slow motion looks up at you, and then his eyes are just locked on you for the next four minutes. And it was one of the only times that I never felt calm as the interview went on. Like I was, I was always in awe of this star persona that he had in that moment. What'd you ask him? Oh gosh, I forget what I asked him. I wish I remembered. I don't even know if I can find the footage. To which some people say, did it even happen? Has he been making all these stories up all this time saying that the footage can't be found? Maybe that's the deal. Is he worked with, he ha, he knows Lauren professionally and was just saying, hello, how have you been? Haven't seen you in a while. Well, they were just doing a rich people hobnob there. You know, the rich hang around with the rich at these big swanky yeah, gatherings. Yeah, he wants money for the earth. Yeah, you know? and Bezos <laughs> has a lot of earth money. And so sure, and space money. And Lauren Sanchez worked briefly at Reels Channel, um, owned by Hubbard Broadcasting. So think we've we have Hubbard Broadcasting can lay claim at one point to Lauren Sanchez, now the girlfriend of Jeff Bezos, and DJ Mike Rick Richards. Oh. Mike Richards. Plum, plum. Who was uh who was of course the Jeopardy host until he wasn't anymore. Who else do you want to lay claim to? Bill Cosby? No, we oh. never hired him. We ne- he but but Lauren Sanchez worked for us, which Maybe means Harvey. We are a part of the Bezos empire by extension. She worked very briefly and co-hosted a show during like my final six months working at Reels. She was lovely. She was great. She was very nice. Which may be why he sent her a photo of his hoo-ha. No, no, no. He didn't do that. (laughs) What? Wait, huh? Why do you hate women online <laughs> posting pictures, Donna? Oh, thanks for asking. Okay, there's pictures of Chloe uh, Kardashian just doing like the, the pursed lips and I'm so pretty. We know you are. You're gorgeous. Nobody's denying it. Some call it a thirst trap. Exactly. And then there's Britney Spears, who we love, but just posting a picture of her in a thong and showing off her butt. Beautiful butt. Love you. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> Very... Very butt-like. But it just makes me, and it sounds like I'm jealous, and it's not that. It's almost like I have this, like, this comfort because everyone knows you're just fishing for compliments. Yes. That's what you're doing. I think your response is totally reasonable. You do? Yes. It just, it makes me worry about them. Yeah, because it's, you are just posting this just to, and then you'll, you have the gall, the audacity to caption it with like, Monday's always a little hectic for me. It's like, you know, you're just trying to show us your butt or yes. your pretty face or whatever. And we, we, we're on to you. We're not, who do you think you're talking to? What does Judge Judy say? Don't pee on me and tell me that it's raining. Thank you. Shout out to Petrie, Hawkins, Boyd, Bird, whatever, the bailiff. From Judge Judy, who stood us up <laughs> on this show two weeks ago. Nobody else was booking him. We booked uh, him. And he stood us up. I gotta go. No, it, no, no, no. We're gonna come back. All right. We're gonna come back. DJ Rock Lobster's mm-hmm. got a dirt alert, and then we've got some music news. Um, that and more all coming up next on the Donna and Steve Experience. I object!